Blog Talk Radio. January 7th, January 7, 2015. You know, it's amazing how used to you can get to being away. I, I was shocked to hear the intro music. It seems like so long since I've heard it. But welcome back to the first show of the new year, 2015. And I want to start off by telling you about a book I'm reading called Sway. Sway, S-W-A-Y. I haven't finished, but the focus so far is on fear of loss. So that's what I want to talk about today. There's two authors, and they say that if you have a goal and you suffer a loss and try to recover it instead of simply taking the hit, taking the hit and moving on, there's a good chance you're going to dig yourself into an even bigger hole. And they give one interesting example. From a real life, apparently, there's a guy who bought a stock at $47. It dropped down to 42 His broker told him, get out, get out, get out. But he refused. He said he would get out when it went back to $47 because he didn't want to lose any money. So then it went down to 37 And he said he'd get out when it went back to 42 And this went on and on until he lost his shirt. He lost his shirt because he didn't want to take the initial hit for $5 a share. So he hung on to it, and the more money he lost as the stock went down, the less willing he was to accept a loss. And as you know, that's called throwing good money after bad. You have to be willing to take a loss if you want to win. So how does that relate to recruiting? You want to know, right? Well, you have to know when to walk away from a search. Don't you? Don't you? a while you're working on it and you're going nowhere so you have to wonder should i be working on something else instead but you know there's a few reasons you might not ask yourself that or you might ask yourself but say no i should be working on this and the number one reason is you've put so much time into it that you don't want it to go to waste you don't want it to go to waste so you press on another reason is the belief that there's always someone out there. Even if you've spoken to a dozen people who say the job isn't paying enough, there might be thinks it is paying enough. That's what's on your mind. And the last thing you want is to see some other recruiter bringing the right candidate after you walked away from the search and make you look bad. And you don't want to look bad. So you press on. You know, I did a search once for another recruiter supposedly a friend of mine, he told me it was going to be easy, but it wasn't. It was a sales job, and they wanted someone senior from their own industry, and I'd never worked in that field before, so I had to dig up all the names from scratch. They weren't on LinkedIn, so it wasn't easy. And then when I called these guys, none of them wanted to move. I realized that the search was going nowhere, but I felt I had to press on because I was doing it for a friend. I didn't want to let him down. Finally, I recruited a good, young, inside sales guy. That's the only person I could find. 
not what they really wanted. And the company, though, they were smart at this point. They accepted him, and it was a great placement. That was a great find. They never would have got him on their own. But it took so long, I don't know if I really made any money. Actually, I didn't because my friend never paid me, but that's another story. Imagine I did get paid. I put in so much time. Was it worth it? Final point. What does that say about retained searches? People are always saying that if you take on a tough search, you better get a retainer. Otherwise, it isn't worth the time. But what I'm saying here is that even if you get paid, it might not be worth the money. But I can tell you something that's going to be worth the money, and that's the time you invest in Jerry Jerry. What show is this? This is the first recording animal show of 2013. Jerry, you know, I don't mind if you screw up when you, uh, you know, innovate. Uh, it's okay. Hold on a second. Don't you? Don't you dare disparage me in front of a global audience. If you've got something to say to me, a critique, a little tip, do it after the after show. You know, speaking of global, I want to curse those guys who blew up or shot everybody in that French cartoon office. Uh, hold it, hold it, hold it. Do not offend anybody, please. I'm not. Those are killers. Don't call them that. Any. That's those offensive. Are killers. It's offensive. Okay, I'll get away from that, Jerry. Oh, my goodness. Jerry, Why are you going so political right off the bat? I just read it this morning. I couldn't believe it. It's, 20, it's 2015, and they're still doing it. They're getting worse. Anyway, and I don't mean by them, I mean the killers, okay? That's the only people I mean. The killers, the ISIS, uh, and whatever. Anyway, welcome to 2015. We have, Jerry, an exciting new face is our guest today. But Can't before. Wait. Before I get to him, and Jimmy, I know you're there, but before I get to you, you've got plenty of time. Don't worry. We'll be lucky if we can make the whole show interesting. It's an hour long. Before I get to Jimmy, I want to hand out some recruiting animal awards. Actually, only one today, but I'm going to be doing Is this the animal awards show already? No. Dude, I'm not even dressed for it. Okay. No, no. You're surprising me. I'm just going to give out awards oh. as it comes to mind. There's a few people, and I'm going to give them out one at a time. So at the beginning, I'll take like five minutes or four minutes. So you know my policy. Everybody knows if you want a recruiting animal award, I will give you one if you promise to write on all your you know, literature uh, award-winning so-and-so. You just have to tell me what you think you deserve the award for, and I'll give it to you. And then you could say, and you can post my badge. And you could call yourself award-winning, okay? So, But there's some awards I like to hand out myself as well. And the first one I'm going to give out this year is to you know someone who really attracted my attention. And that is uh, a guy who's been around for a long time, Tim Sackett. He likes to say oh. wild things to get people going. And that, you know, I find that interesting. He said, he tweeted, he says, you know what a sorcerer is? It's someone who can't close a candidate. And that 
drove people crazy. You know what a sorcerer is? It's someone who can't close a candidate. But I've got to tell you something. In a third-party recruiting operation where the recruiter makes the bulk of the money from a place who does most of the work only makes a little, there's got to be a reason for taking the subordinate role. And what Tim said is often the reason the researcher – is the guy that does the researching, the sourcing, that's a shy person. And the recruiter is a bold, people-facing person. That's the reason, okay? It's not an insult. It's, a, it's an incentive to move forward. Also, number two reason I picked uh, Tim Sackett for an honor. Tim said in an article, okay, just be patient, people. I'll be finished in a minute. Don't make noise, Jerry. Tim Sackett said in an article that vulgar language – could be appropriate in some job ads. And I'm sure that absolutely nobody believed them. I didn't. Then all of a sudden, our good friend, Jessica Miller Merrill, posted an employment branding video for a game company that proved Tim Sackett right. And I'm going to play a bit of it for you. Is that okay, Jerry? Go ahead. Okay, here it is. My mom's not listening. Listen up, Milton fucking Bradley. You don't come here to make the kind of games you play. You come here to make the kind of games she'd play. See, our games are so delightfully adorable that they tickle Missy here till she pees her big girl underpants. Wait, that's a goddamn adorable idea for a game. What the fuck do I need you for? I can't believe you played that. That was Have you no decency? Jerry, I cut out the worst part. <laughs> I cut the, worst out the worst part. part. <laughs> I, cut out, I cut out the worst part. But listen, the point is, wow. I gotta prove it. Tim Sackett was right. Everybody else was wrong. Okay. Finally, Tim. Uh, no, Tim Sackett wasn't right. Everybody was wrong. That that works in such a limited crowd. I mean. Nudity probably works for the porn industry recruiting too, but I mean, you're going to now say, "Gosh, Jerry, that's for game developers." Okay, they're not—they're not such a uh, um, a thin slice of the market. Those are real people. Come on, I thought he—he was—he had—he was a visionary. Uh, nobody else. No, yeah, nobody else Great. saw that coming. Okay, finally. Okay. In, in case you think I'm sucking up, uh, Nisha. Uh, the HR buddy interviewed Tim. He's on again today, but he, she interviewed Tim Sackett on November 18th on the uh, drive through HR show. And I thought, you know, he didn't pull any punches. And, and he talked about payola in the recruiting software business. And I'm going to play a, a short clip from that as well. Okay, here goes. Yeah. And then you have this kind of, I don't even know how to classify it, because I guess from the corporate side, I would say it's that dirty little secret within the HR tech industry, which is this analyst market, right? But there's all these analyst firms that come out with their, you know, their best products or, you know, or their recommended kind of products. And, and they, they they tell people like, hey, this, you know, nobody paid, none of these vendors paid to be on this list and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is if you, if you pull back the curtain far enough, all of those vendors, you know, have engaged those analyst firms in some way or another in a paid manner. Okay, so I hit. I thought he hit the spot a number of times, and uh, and uh, that's why I gave him an award. Okay, congratulations. And what award was it? Uh, I don't know, like best uh, best writer of the year, or one of the best writers. I think I like top <coughs> top writer. I don't know. What you got to know it. what the award is you're given. Top of the pile. You're not, you're not ready for this, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, well, see, there's going to be somebody else next week that's in the same category who I think right. also deserves an award. And I, I don't want to say one's better than the other. All right, well, you're you're losing James here. Okay, J- Jimmy, are you with? Are you still on the show? Are you still here? I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Okay, yeah, I can hear you. And your last name should be changed. It's something like Schmielinski or something. How do you say it? That's right. It's Chmielinski. You got it. You did it well. Good job. Spell it, please. Mm. Spell it, please. Yeah. Spell it. Spell it. It's spelled C-H-M-I-E-L-I-N-S-K-I. Yeah. Why don't you change that to Smiley? Uh, yeah. Smiley. I need something Jim, else. Yeah, Jim Smiley. Mm-hmm. Jim Smiley. C. That should be your name. It's Jim Smiley. We keep it simple. We can just try to say C. Most people, once they uh, figure it out, it sticks with them, but yeah, I usually yeah. start them off. Uh, you know how many times I had to look it up to spell it? Don't tell me it's going to stick with me, Schmielinski. Yeah. Okay? Even when I can say <laughs> yeah. it, I can't spell it, Schmielinski. Well, you're not going to okay? get rid Jimmy of me. Jimmy C. So. I'll bet you everybody just calls you Jimmy C. <laughs> or when you were in school, in, in, in public school, and, and in the list, the attendance list, they always – screwed up when they got to your name and everybody looked at you and you started blushing foreigner okay maybe yep 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 okay are you ready but to sing I liked it. let's do are it are you ready to sing i am are you not ready to sing? sing i i had asked kind for you to play the song or you can sing it to me if you'd like you're gonna sing you're gonna sing <laughs> okay I'm well sorry. let's get I'm through the show and you're gonna like it my baby takes the morning train. He works from nine to five, and then he takes another home again to find me. Pretty damn right. good, that. Oh! Tell us in 30 seconds. Sure. I am a staffing professional, grew up in a staffing family, and I've slowly worked my way over to the hybrid side of the business between technology and staffing. But we wait talk minute, about innovation here. And I have a, I What's the hybrid wanna... side of the business? I don't, I've never heard of that. You know what, Jerry? That, let, but... me, let me, let me, Jerry, yeah. I was glad you interrupted. That's the most baloney BS introduction. Hybrid I've side ever heard. of the business. Come on! Here's it's kind of hard to take someone serious, Hold though. On. Why are your we still mom and using dad landline? had a recruiting company. You used to be a recruiter working with your family, and now you've got some recruiting software and you're running a little company. Is that more honest and straightforward and easy to understand? Look, everything you say doesn't have to sound like your last name. Incomprehensible, okay? <laughs> On this show, I think... we want to know what you're talking about. Smarten up, okay? Jimmy, Call... Jimmy, we're here I'm to help starting... you. We're here to I help you. Don't starting, fight us. Don't battle us here. So be 
I'm not, but I got a question for you guys. If we're supposed to be talking about the future of recruiting, why are we still calling into landline? Do you not know how to use Google Hangouts? Do you want me to teach you? We should set this up as a video framework. Dude, I will Dude. have a landline until they pry it from my fingers, okay? The, are you, you can, the sorcerer of you the radio cannot, recruiting world? Uh, hold on a second. I am everything. You cannot <laughs> beat the phone quality of a landline. And until they cut the service to my home and force me to some other secondary quality, you can't beat this. Google Hangouts? <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying that you could build a relationship better with audio than you can with video and human interaction? Right? Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. I think that most people do feel that way. And that's what I'm talking about is this industry needs to be innovative and start looking to the future with new technology. Let me technology. ask you something, Jimmy. Let me ask you yes. something. I've been on many a hangout, <laughs> and Jerry, Jerry, okay. this is one of Jerry's regular complaints. What's so engaging about seeing a bunch of people in little squares at the bottom of the page just sitting there like dummies? What's engaging about that? Can you tell me? Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. I think what happens when people are on the phone is – they're, they've got all these different antics that are happening behind the scenes, and it makes you focus, and ha you have to have the awareness and the intensity that well, you have Jim, when you're in a face-to-face Jim, face Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. I don't Jimmy. even understand. I can tell. What, Look, I Jimmy, I can, tell, right. I can tell. I can tell you're not on a good phone, and Jerry is, okay? That answers the question. You're not on a good phone, and we know it. So don't well, tell I'm us not about landlines. Don't deride landlines to me, better. okay? Okay. Well, let's talk about the real conversation here. No, no, let's we're not talk talking about, about you. No, Adam, let this guy go with it. Let's let's just okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Let him let him do his thing. It it'll only last well, a few minutes. I, <laughs> listen, and I don't I don't want to spend too much time talking about me, but I think I'd rather focus on some of the people I admire in this industry, and that'll give you a good um, slice of who I you know what I'm about. And All right. there's a couple people, okay. So first off, on my list of mentors I've been working with over the last year, Steve Levy. I consider him to be the Abraham Lincoln of the staffing industry. He's the master question asker, and he is very honest, and I really respect him. Kevin Jones from APR Consulting, he's a master relationship guy. You want to what connect with him. What is this, an award show? Of course. I already gave right. out the on, award. I, got, I, got I already I got gave it out. No. Oh, Hold on. Hold on. Just let him okay. go, man. Come on. I got a couple more. Hey. Okay. I'm almost Animal, done. you've been destroying your show for months now. Give yeah. this guy a shot to ruin it. Okay. All right. It's so only fair. obviously, Master <laughs> Lou Adler, for obvious reasons, an up-and-coming guy uh, who's working at Target right now, Rockney. Check him out. He is going to be the face of the millennial, um, and he is an awesome relationship guy. A lot of people know who he is. Here's now, Steve Levy. Here's Steve Levy. You know, I have my issues with with all of them with recruiting <laughs> blogs. Um, uh, Dave, Jason Davis, I, I love the guy. Uh, I don't like some of the decisions he made. David Manister, same thing. I have his home phone numbers. I love the guy. He knows that I've got his back. Same thing with Jason. It'll take too long to get to the part where he says there's nothing new. But you've got something new. He's okay, got look, something I brand new. I don't, want, I don't want to hear about your heroes. I want to say something that you said on recruiting blogs. You said yeah, you okay. were you were bragging that you had the number one monthly article for recruiting blogs in December, and then you said there's 17,000 bloggers on their site, and I was number one. But look, okay, how many bloggers <laughs> you posted in December? Ten? 
Okay, 20. Don't try to pull the wool say. over our eyes when it comes to social media. We've been around longer say. than you. We know every you have- social media number is inflated to the moon. About 1% of Google any Hangouts? number is real. Don't try to talk over me, okay? Don't, <laughs> okay. Well, don't try to BS us, okay? Jerry got me uh, hesitant about using rough language. Don't BS me uh, with those numbers, okay. with your name. This with is a family show, dude. With definition. I'm not trying to intimidate anybody, but if you're feeling intimidated, let's just focus I didn't on say the topic. I I'm, intimidated, I'm not. Okay? Let's go to your article. You said agency fees inhibit innovation. What does that mean? Oh, yes. no. So if you've noticed over the last couple decades, we've gone through a couple of boom and busts, and technology's improved. But the problem is, is that we make a lot of money, and we hire, and the staffing industry grows. But then by the end of the bubble, it bursts, and then everybody's, you know, unemployed again or struggling And it's just this big, volatile wave. And what I'm saying is there's so much money that these companies are spending, so much money on staffing services that it becomes so bloated, and that money can be redistributed to invest in new technology like staffing and recruiting software. So that way we have a new paradigm. You know what? I got to – look, I can cut down – you know, I'm – Did he say new paradigm? That's right. I do. Look, look, I'm so experienced on this show. Let me just cut. Let me cut through the the verbiage. Okay, you mean that that if if the company, if the corporations were paying agency fees, they could invest in 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 software uh, for the same money that would do the same job or better for less money. Well, that's what what they're doing. I mean, that's the wake up call. I think what what's happening now is that companies are cutting back and building things themselves to find the talent because as an industry of the last 20 years, all we've done is really innovated with processes and fancy names, but we haven't really advanced anything in technology. And the biggest distinction between today's time and 10 years ago and 20 and 30 years ago are the people that are leading the charge are the ones that are the technology leaders, the Googles, the Amazons. No, Look at I, some of the blogs. Don't what? Don't waste airtime. So, Jerry, don't bug me, okay? This guy's talking too much without saying anything. I'll ask I, I still think we need to back up just a little bit and understand his actual practical hands-on recruiting experience. I mean, he's here to solve all of recruiting's okay, problems. Yeah. Recruiting I need to know done? what qualifies him. Okay, good question. What recruiting what do you have you de- done? What do you, okay, so I got a question back at you. What do you define as performance? Placing people or growing companies? Sustainable business? Finding he the right people? He wants to know what recruiting I want to know your... Answer the question, okay? Answer. I, okay, so 15 years of experience working in agency, full desk, sales, recruiting, technology, MSP, right. DMS structures, up to $100, $150 million programs. So you weren't an office boy for your parents when you were 10 years old. And in- I left. I left. I, I helped them. I grew up playing baseball and sports, and when that thing didn't work out, I fell back into the family business. I got away from it as quickly as possible and moved into another company in Vegas. Uh, worked well, for how, wait a minute. How long was that? Because – Growing up in a family recruiting business is really kind of part of your story. It's one of the yeah. main pillars of your story. How long did you work in your family's recruiting agency? I, I was supporting them, you know, on an admin basis, probably from the age ten to twelve year, you know, twelve years and old. And as a recruiter, and as a recruiter, as a recruiter, right around that's, sixteen. Why do I have 17. to beg you to answer that question? 
as a recruiter from pretty much, you know, half of my life. I'm 33 right now, so about 16, 17 years old. I was helping my dad, you know, basically do the outreach and, and what I guess what we call today is the sourcing and, and pre-screening for the recruiting side. And then once I learned how to, you know, put on a suit, then I started interfacing with clients, customers facing. Animal, this guy is slippery, and I'm just trying yeah, to help you pin him down, slippery. and he just won't let it happen. Yeah. What kind of sourcing did you do? IT technology. So, I mean, ow, data ow. processing, quote-unquote. How did you find names? That's what I'm trying to get. Uh, I'll let you go as soon as you answer the question. How did you find names? Did you buy lists? How did I, yeah. What, how did, how you did I find names? Yeah. I had fun. You, you the things that they talk about at Talent42 and SourceCon, which I think also is a little concerning when we focus on trying to hey, figure out the how to gather information and answer research. Answer the question, please. Please, I I'm begging you. I found information out about different organizations and departments and then connected the dots and started a narrative and built relationships okay. and built rapport. Jesus. At age 16, you did that. I'm getting lost in the buzzwords. We've got narratives, outreach. Uh, I mean, I... Michael Cox wants to say something. Michael Cox, step forward. No, it, it sounds like he was doing that at the age of 16. I'm just trying to verify if that's true. Or I can't really true. verify. I just want to hear him say it. That was true. Okay. Yeah, that's why the reason I asked is because 16 years ago, I don't know how much recruiting was being done online. Not that much. A source. I'm talking rather. about phone. I'm talking about phone work. That was all oh, phone, sourcing. phone sourcing. You yeah, know what? Two correct. words would have ended that. Foreign phone sourcing. Mike, I, I, uh, Jerry, I did phone well, sourcing. Well, okay. Nobody, nobody knows what that is anymore. Everybody knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> the boomers know what it is, but not the millennials, not the generation oh, X. Okay, you if say you, if you make person, a phone, if you call a phone right now, you will not get access to somebody until you have a relationship. You're better off texting. That's the way that you're going to make an impact. Text you text someone when calls. you don't have their number. No, dude, it depends on what crap. you say, man. <laughs> you you don't realize everything pushes to a phone now. It's not a phone anymore. It's not a text message. You send them a message to Google Hangouts, it'll forward through to their text message. It doesn't matter what modality that you use anymore. What's important is that you have a dialogue, an, an online dialogue that's happening, whether it's through any device. If you understand responsive design, it doesn't okay, matter what device. Real question. Look, I read your articles. I took some time. I read your articles. I'll ask you clear questions. Thank you. You say the emerging, the emerging talent acquisition market is labeled at $85 billion dollars. What does that mean? How does that divide up? Who's spending $85 billion? And is that a year? or What, what are we talking about there? That is the potential opportunity for the shifting budgets that are being spent on existing staffing services in combination with the actual possibility that exists in the future of this market with the growth and with the technology. Yeah, okay. In other words, it's not a real figure. You pulled it out of your hat, okay? That's what it sounds like to me. Here's another I'll thing I'll post the say. link on my Twitter right after this call. I don't want to well, waste time. Organization, you say organization leaders are fed up with the traditional yep. dogma coming from self-proclaimed recruiting leaders. So I assume that you don't include Steve Levy among them or Lou Adler. Who or yourself. Even no, though you clearly were all day yesterday. Who <laughs> is one of these? Who, 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 can you name? I, is, you, I know you've been taking shots at Glenn Cassidy. 
Is he one of the self-proclaimed recruiting leaders that you're after? I'm not. I'm not going to call out anybody because I think everyone's got some value. But what I can say is that it's no, everyone doesn't have some value. Some it, people are absolutely it. worthless, and well, I'm sick of I'm hearing gonna, their blabber. And I'll name I, names. Okay, name some names. Let's see. Who do you myself. not respect in the industry? I'm sick of myself. Well, That's where I'm starting. The yeah. change starts with me. Yeah. Well, you should listen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of you. You've you got to read okay. my upcoming blog that's called Recruiters Anonymous. I think you'll get something from it. You know it. what? Don't, you know what? Look, we're trying to talk about your existing writing. Don't defer the conversation to something that doesn't exist. Okay? We're not like that. We're not going to fall for it. Okay? You say. All right. So you want to clear... Do you want a clear message of what I'm about and really where I come from? And yes, what I think please. Yeah, but okay. I don't think you've got it it's, in you. It's very clear. <laughs> let it, let him go with it, animal. This is what I'm saying. Okay. Things are happening. This is happening. It's real change. It hasn't happened yet. It's not going to destroy the entire recruiting industry as we see it now, but the majority of business is going to operate in a new way. And I'm trying to suggest – to the existing hierarchy of the recruiting industry to open up to these new ideas and start embracing them because, listen, people are still paying for fees that are that expensive. You can capitalize on some of this really cool technology that's coming out and still keep those fees at a pretty high level. Hey, now let, know, me, think- uh, let me bring you to reality. You said you've got two big recruiting firms and you yourself have some recruiting technology, and they're using it, and you want us to get aboard before those those two uh, global recruiting firms beat the pants off us. I read yes. your articles. I was going to get to that. So you you, you don't want yeah. to name those you don't want to name those companies. So tell us about your product. I, I'm happy to hear if you can tell. I if I probably can tell it better than you can. But why don't you tell us about what you're offering on the market right now? And I admire okay. a young guy I'll tell you, who's willing. Yeah. He's got a, pro- a project, you know. Just just don't tell me it's better than it is. That's all. Go ahead. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate it. And then, and then thank you for giving me the opportunity. I like you. Oh. The best, See, I, I put a picture of you there with your shirt off to impress the girls. On yeah, the, well, you know what? Next time, next time you're putting a picture up, make sure it's of my girlfriend first, not of a friend. <laughs> There's another pretty girl. There's two. You got so many pretty girls on your Facebook page. I don't know which yeah. one to pick. Okay. Oh boy. All right. So, anyways. And my on. guess is your girlfriend has no idea what you actually do for a living. Because yeah, I well, still don't. You can ask her. I'm not going to get it, go in that okay. direction. Tell okay? us about your product. So, Tell us about. So about, it's called. I'm, it's called spring roll. It's called spring it's called roll. Spring roll, correct, with an R O L E, not an R O L L. And I'm not going to dive into what it, 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 it actually it actually does, but I'll tell you what it what the power is in the yeah. tool and why it's different. Okay. Oh, the best way that I'm every... not going to tell people. What, if you don't want to tell people what okay. it is, tell I'll people. tell people what it is, okay, and you but correct I'll, me I'll if correct I'm wrong. wrong yeah. You correct right, me if I'm it. wrong. It's using it's, right. an, it's an automated, uh, trusted network referral tool okay there used to be a company 10 years ago named jobster i think as far as i remember they were the first ones who got into that i think Jobvite did it did it repify did yep. it i'm sure yours is different you'll tell us how way uh, different what you do so, is you find people online and you uh get them to send your job to their friends so that it's coming from someone they trust and then they get uh, a referral fee right that's the, that, that's the 
that yeah, that's the way that it works. But it's really about helping your friend and making a difference, helping a colleague, and you do get a bonus in the process. But it's tapping into that power as sales. You know, recruiters can be considered sales professionals. We can be considered relationship builders. Ultimately, at the core of it, we manufacture trust. We manufacture trust. We're sincere about it, right? We build relationships with sincerity, but we figure out a device to connect with people for them to open up. Now, that takes a long time sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it's real quick. We find a way to connect in whatever um, form that works. Everybody's different. Everyone's got a special gift. This supplements that with the real thing. We no longer have to manufacture it because we can actually talk to the person that already has the influence that actually can get through to the person. And that's the power of referrals. And and we're really just trying to scale that process with communication in all the different methods that people are communicating now and you know what? people will is be it, communicating it, are you in the like, future. Are you, do, do you talk like, are you talking like a millennial? Because if so, we don't talk like that here, okay? We like to get to the point. Get to the I, point. I, I just, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here hung up on the fact that we manufacture trust. That sounds to me yeah. like it's like it's some kind of a synthetic fakery uh, we, I'm against it. I, we don't, not, I don't manufacture trust. Did I? Did I offend you? Frankly, I'm You're offended. Trustworthy. I'm offended. What? Why are you offended? I don't manufacture trust. That that sounds like fakery, like like snake oil crap. I mean. Well, okay. So let me ask you this: Would you would you be motivated to do what you do if you took money out of the equation? No. No! Who no. That's a stupid question. Good answer. So okay. does that, so does that then automatically roll into the fact that I'm only doing this for money, and therefore I have to fake trust? No, no, he doesn't like that. Money. money is evil. i got to tell you, let me help you. Money evil. Before we lose the audience, let this me This guy's help already you. against the huge fees charged by agencies. Yeah, so well, he's going to... He's, he's already on the uh, cut fees process, which is step number one to going out of business, by the way. <laughs> a, little, a little tip from an old guy. Yeah, but he's going to okay. drive – tools like his are going to drive you out of business anyway, Jerry. When you can recruit somebody for the price of an ad, why would you pay uh, a headhunter? That's his argument. Dude, I'm sitting here waiting to be driven out of business. You want to talk about data? I just I just did a survey. The small population – and the average amount that the general population feels that they should pay to help someone find a job, if they're either in a recruiting industry or not, is less than 50 bucks. That's And that is in alignment with some of these newer tools that are coming out. It's not what the hell does that have to do with a, a corporation paying a recruiting fee? How does that rec- relate to what somebody feels they would give their friend to help them find a job? There's few motivation factors here, but at the core of a business, you have to think about pricing. And staffing is using the cost of business, the cost of vacancy, to actually justify their service offering. And that's not a smart strategy. Look at TechCrunch. Look at the article on my uh, Twitter, on my LinkedIn. It says that's the number one mistake. You have to define it off of value. And the community is saying the value of the services that we provide is 50 bucks. Dude, if the value is 50 bucks, then nobody else would 
pay anything more than 50 bucks. Obviously, because, 25 grand is enough for some people, dude. Okay, I started talking about this, and you'll see it in my new my next blog that's coming out. We're coming I won't. Into, we're coming into a generation <laughs> that has focused in growing up on a concept that everybody wins, and it's about good nature reasons and motivating factors. Oh, Money is not the Frankly, isn't the everybody wins mentality why half of that crowd is still sitting in their mom's basement winning <laughs> on Xbox? I don't think so. I think that there's going to be a big partnership between the generations. And millennials, you know, they, they, they got something to prove, and they want to do it for the right reasons. Look at the honest company. Look at, look at the, the core values that are generating. By the way, Holly from Zappos, happy birthday. And the professor, you know who you are in Vegas. But these are companies in Vegas, at Zappos, that built a core value system that they're really catching on hey, in the community, hey, and I think wait it's a really second, Wait a second, wait a second. I want to know if Stacy Donovan Zappar, who you quote on this pay it forward philosophy, we hate money yeah. philosophy, I want to know if she's getting paid 50 bucks or higher, okay? No, wait, yeah. well, I have listen, I have, a, I have an affinity. money, okay? She makes more I money have, than anybody here. I'm not representing Stacy, and I have an affinity. I doubt that animal. I love these, but she only has a 20% response rate back to me, so I haven't had the opportunity to uh, really get to know her. But you I give her a shout out. As the leader, she makes a lot of money. I encourage her to check out some of these new tools. Being a leader in the industry, I also encourage someone who's boycotted me right now, Larry Hernandez over at Rackspace. I, I don't understand all the name dropping and... here. I really don't understand it. Than you and me. Because Listen, I want Jimmy, other Jimmy, people. Jimmy, Jimmy, ha, 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 ha. Let's come back to one of the things you actually said. Ninety percent of big staffing agencies' growth rests on hiring mismatches to generate business after a guarantee period. Are you kidding? Are you That's kidding? That's an absolutely ill-informed what? statement. That is so far from why. Because <laughs> it's not true, bro. It's not true. <laughs> why isn't it true? I, I would I would imagine uh, half a percent of my business is even related to anything close to the category of whatever you just said. Because it's we always try to avoid those. Ninety percent of our business is waiting for somebody to get fired so we can refill them. I don't agree with no, that. I have a I, mismatch. No, let's, in, in let's let him explain it. Jimmy, explain there, that one, would you? Listen, there there's a there are a lot of great people, great companies in this industry, but uh-huh. I really feel like there's only about 10% that are really sincere in the business and are in it for the right reasons. There is what so are the much, right reasons? There, yeah. there, listen, there is so much dysfunction in our industry, and we oh, have not? new opportunities to Where are you getting get this? It. How many times have people been in, an, in, a, in a job as a recruiter where they get a mild amount of respect coming in to the job and always on the way out there's a damage in reputation or a dysfunction that happens or a scapegoat situation where actual leaders in companies what if we had a system where technology and recruiting can join together and create this new persona of recruiting you've gone so far away hold on a second animal he said that 90% of the agency business yeah. is an agency waiting for the person that they placed Tur- turnover to get fired yeah. Yeah, so they can place another guy in there. Hold on, 
That to me, that to me can only come from somebody who really doesn't know anything about the recruiting industry. <laughs> it's not a learned assessment. It's a guess about something that you have no and no idea of any of it. I got it from your article. I got it from your article. And I know. What else he says. Let me finish. Giants That's not advancing our conversation. Let's talk about me, something else. I like that. I like that. We point out the hugely, incredibly errant statement he makes, and he says, that's not advancing our conversation. Look, Jimmy, we like you. Okay? <laughs> we like you. We like you. I, it's He's a good guy. Hey, Jim, I mean, you're a good guy. I'm just, I just think yeah, that exactly. sometimes when you say – I got to tell you, he's Maureen's boy. She put him forward, and she warned him he was going to have trouble, but she egged him on to come on to the show. That's okay. We're... Yeah, but we like you. Don't worry. <laughs> we don't want to hurt your feelings. Even if, right. even if everything right. you're saying is kind of uh, dumb and it's hard to understand, okay? So, now, now that you're misinformed, man. Yes, but everything you're saying is dumb and kind of hard to understand. Now that you've undermined. It's just totally misinformed. Let me read your own words back to you. You said giant staffing companies have evolved into organizations fueled by greed with processes that invalidate relationships, lack ethics, and burn employer capital. Okay? Whoa. Fueled by greed. This was Maureen likes this. She loves to hear how bad people are. Uh, There are... There are some fundamental issues within the majority of staffing firms, and that's the reason why companies don't survive the booms and the busts. If they did, if they were contributing value, they would survive. But if the core value of a company is to just generate capital and they don't consider the other things that are important, it won't be sustained. <laughs> let, me, let me just throw in one thought here. Okay. I am in a much better position – to survive a boom or a bust by charging a regular fee than I am by charging 50 bucks. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> Hold on. i got to tell you, this guy – Are you guy concerned? Left- so, so let's talk about what staffing really is, right? The whole concept and value that we contribute – No, this question here, Animal. Now let him ask the question. Go. Let me yeah, this is going to be fun. We – okay, look at Lou Adler, right, talking about – solving problems for companies, defining uh-huh. a solution by finding somebody that has a skill that can help a company achieve something. That's the whole core fundamental reason why we exist, because yeah. we, find, we find talent that can do things for other companies. Okay. That okay. is what we're about. I'm with we're, you. We're, the focus isn't about sustaining your business of people finding. The focus is about sustaining your client's business. And you can no, hold on. That. But if I yeah. do not sustain myself, my clients cannot rely on me in the future. So my customers do understand that I need to be successful. I don't. Oh, so so you're saying that the only reason that they survive is because of you and your business? You got it backwards. You got it totally backwards. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you do. Hold on. You got it backwards. Wait a second. Why do you do it for fifty bucks? Then why not just do it for free? And sit around and nibble on nuts and berries that yeah, you forage in the fall. That's you know, good. I like that. Trust me, with the technology that's out there, a good majority don't even need the help of staffing professionals. Because oh, yeah. James, you keep exist. on saying a majority this, a majority that, and it's simply just not true. It's Why not. not? 
Because the staffing industry is almost a $3 billion industry, if a majority of companies did not use staffing firms, then there would be no industry. We wouldn't be sitting here talking to you about how we think your ideas are dumb. But and I will not use the word dumb. It's just ill-advised, uh, na- naive maybe. The whole core reason that we exist is to help solve problems of our companies so they can – increase value and they can grow and they can scale and then it cycles back and creates more opportunity for us. So, so you but, but every one of those opportunities you want to charge fifty bucks to, to, to yeah, I, I, want us, I want us to get back to the core of why we're in business and why we're helping companies and not worry so much about the I money don't I don't factor. think anybody's and forgotten that more. There's three things that run businesses, okay? There's cost, quality, and speed of delivery. Those are the fundamental things that we're being assessed on performance and staffing. Yeah, I, and I've, I was, I've been looking forward to you bringing this up. Let's start focusing more on the quality and the speed of delivery factors. Rather okay, than hold on cost. a second, though, Jim. Okay. You want to talk about a majority. I mean, that seems to be a word that you're comfortable uh, painting uh, nearly every one of your assessments with. Well, we're not talking in terms of absolutes. It's a big world out there. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a different way to do it for everybody. So the thing I'm is, majority or minority. A majority of companies are in no position to hire quickly, rapidly, in a hurry. And you, you want to, you want to throw out this. We can make a. You're talking enterprise. We can make a place fast. Most companies, companies are not in any position to hire quickly. It takes so all these companies four weeks, six okay, weeks. I gotta, I gotta take a, a, a minute. We didn't even tell the guys his his Twitter address is Tech Stardust. T E C H S T A R D U S T. Okay, his company is Spring Roll. S P R O. It's not my company. Spring. It's not your company. I thought it's it was your company. company. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure his uh, leaders would want to make that clear. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. What I'm, what I'm, this, is, this isn't. Okay. What I'm suggesting. Oh, oh you're killing me. I N G R O L E. Spring roll and tech stardust. He's a good guy, but I got to tell you, your buddy Larry Hernandez. He's on Twitter listening to this show. I asked him to call in. Larry, are you on the line? Be bold. No, I guess I don't think not. so. I was, I was, I mentioned it to him. Um, oh, you know Larry? Uh, I know Larry. Through. Is Lou Adler on the line? Keep knocking. We're both San Antonio boys. Is Ma- was Maureen <laughs> on the line? She said I misquoted her. I misattributed. Uh, I, t- I lied about her. Okay. I thought she really liked the fact that this guy was accusing uh, recruiters of being venal. Uh, nasty, uh, insincere, greedy people. That's mm. I think that's what she likes. That grandma, and that's <laughs> yeah, and that's what Jimmy's all about telling us we are. So I said I disagree. That's them. not what I'm saying. I think that, like Wait. I said, there's a lot. There's a good good majority of people that are in it for the right reasons, and I think we should just evolve. Like we should really factor in. Man, what are these the right reasons you keep talking about? Here here are my reasons, providing an education for my children, providing a a home for my wife, uh, making sure that my dog has food every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, what the hell? What are these right reasons? Hold on, hold on. He said his little talent app, his little talent app helped Tinder land two senior Android engineers in under a week. 
and you called it uh, our quantum recruiting tech tool. So uh, tell us about your experience with Tinder. Do you want to talk about that? Give us an example of, you know, what's going to leave us in the dust. I'm going to defer research done by each person out there, and there's going to be a lot of data that's coming out over social media, over the website, testimonials. There's a bunch of new stuff that we'll be uh, releasing on AngelList, which we'll talk about personal experiences related to different types of okay, skill don't sets. Tell us. Hey, Come Jimmy, none of us are going to see Come that, brother. Come on the so show. So if you've got well, anything, don't hold back. Diligence. This is your shot. Take ownership and do your due diligence. Well, let me, let me anything here. That's not the point of this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what you say. Here's something due else. Due diligence. Legacy staff. Well, let me talk. Legacy staffing yeah. is in denial about what is happening right in front of you. And I'm actually the only one who gives a care to clue like-minded staffing professionals into the shift. What are you all going to say when two popular global staffing organizations finalize deals using this tool and choose this type of technology nationwide and globally? Okay? So Can, can I just ask for a clarification? These two global companies haven't chosen this tool? They have some leads? What, what do you mean? We, are uh, you saying we, that these two global companies are, are not I'm, users? What, what? what I'm saying is that we are finalizing discussions with a couple different companies that have a global reach within the agency business of staffing. Now, there's plenty of other conversations that are happening with recruiting firms, supporting clients, Independent on an independent basis, on an agency, we're looking at some VM, uh, VMS, MSP opportunities on the contracting side of business. There's a lot of lot of lot of fun stuff that's happening. And okay, Larry again, Hernandez, I defer everyone to stay plugged Larry in. Larry Hernandez, you're what, on the line. Larry Hernandez, what's going wait. on, guys? Hi, Larry. Larry. Big How's going? <laughs> this is what it takes for you to return a phone call. <laughs> oh my yes, God. Sir. Yes, sir. Larry, do you know Lou Adler? <laughs> I, I have met him, and I have a couple of his books. Okay, all right. Okay. Do well, we, we, we just we just all know Lou Adler, so to get on this call. Larry Hernandez is a baseball player. Who is Larry Hernandez? Yeah, who is Larry? <laughs> I'm just say a recruiter from San Antonio, trying to uh, hopefully be a part of this discussion and uh, change. Hey, what's the way your we do what's your feedback? You had like uh, uh, our buddy Jimmy here. He said he was trying to get in touch with you. Uh, you didn't call him back. Why not? Well, I'm a busy man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay, but, uh, Jimmy, 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 why didn't you use texting yeah. or some other means to get him to trust <laughs> oh, him? I did. I did. <laughs> Don't I, you I do that. I I tried I tried every way except showing up on his doorstep. I figured I'd give him a little privacy, but for some reason well, he's I, a busy man. Rackspace is a growing, successful company, and he's one of the best doing what he does. What do you do, Larry? Okay. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I haven't had a chance to try the the tool yet. That's why I haven't uh, thrown in my input. But I, and I just caught a a small you know chunk of the show. But I mean, there's always going to be really cool tools. And uh, platforms that uh, are going to chip away at changing the way we do things, but uh, it's going to be a long ways before uh, you know the sourcing and recruiting and and uh, the consulting pieces is replaced. Not to say that one day it won't, and not to say that some companies and some uh, and some teams 
it's not being kind of chipped away. I think uh, in some corporations, the hiring manager now is starting to uh, take over and jump in. I mean, we're asking hiring managers to to do the engagement now. You know, sourcing is finding people. And uh, so many recruiters are bombarding these poor engineers on LinkedIn that they're, uh, you know, they're starting to not check their accounts and go in the dark. So now we're asking our Okay, well, actually, what in. you're saying uh, – hold on, Larry, let me interrupt. So what you're saying he's right. is – He's right. No, no, you're but hold on right, a Larry. second. Let me finish, okay? It's my show. <laughs> let me. So what he's saying is that no one's – just like you, he said no one trusts recruiters, so you have to get the hiring managers themselves to get involved. I, and you're saying, what, what, Larry, that you're getting their buddies to do it. So it's a no, little – No, what, what, uh, what, 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 what he's suggesting is that there's a lot of unqualified professionals – in recruiting and we need to cut them loose and that's how the reputation is going to evolve we're going to partner we're going to get closer to the leaders in companies to the top technology people within an enterprise and we can partner with them listen what he's saying and i saw him at zappos deliver an excellent message to a large group of staffing um, of technology professionals working there and he's the one inspiring and influencing them to actually reach out directly. So our job and our role still exists, but it's going to be supporting and being a support mechanism and a consigliere. You speak too many speeches, okay? Okay. Consigliere was a a word I heard in there. That's you, Larry. You're the consigliere. (laughs) (laughs) You charge more than 50 bucks for a a hit. Yeah. Yeah, Anybody who has it... Go ahead. No, I, I'm, ahead. I'm not saying that this, this one tool or any other tool, uh, you know, is going to change things. I think um, uh, things are changing, right? You've got all these, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago, all these agency recruiters, which I was a part of, uh, we had the edge. We had a huge edge. We had a bigger database. We were, we were hungry. We, were, we can move faster. And over the years, I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but if you look at the Googles, Facebook, Apples, Amazons, the teams with hundreds of recruiters, they're all ex-tech systems, Robert Habs, and all the other big brand, uh, you know, uh, kind of recruiter-in-a-box type companies. And they've got armies of people. Now we've got all these amazing tools because we've got bigger spend. And we've got the Intello. What's your point? You're wasting the end of the show. Come on. What, what, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What, the point is, what he's saying. No, things are changing. They're going to continue to change. It's not going to be one magic you know, one tool that ends it all. Bullet. Okay, but you're you're on his side. You're on Jimmy's side, essentially. Even though you didn't return his call, you're on Jimmy's side against Can I us. ask, okay? is Rackspace one of the two future huge global customers of this tool no. that Jimmy's talking no, about? No, no. Nope. Didn't no. Didn't return I, his call. Because Rackspace, okay. yeah. Rackspace is web hosting. I'm talking about agency, corporate agency recruiting firms. Enterprise. Yeah, We're talking about the big guys. The top recruiters 10, are going to slit their own throats. Just like Lenin said, he said, the capitalists of the world will hang themselves with their own business or something like John that. John Lennon said remember. that? Yeah. Okay. Now, anybody <laughs> in the there's a lot of people on the line. Did anybody not get a chance to talk who would like to talk? I know you'll talk during Jerry's after show, but maybe you'd like to say something during the real show, okay? Anybody want to say something who hasn't spoken yet? Alejandro, you usually got something to say. Uh, no, no I'm, just, 
I'm just absorbing just it all. Ride today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is Jimmy. Do everybody, everybody, do your research and let's do a follow-up call after everyone gets. Oh God. Sounds like no. Follow up calls happening in about five minutes. Yeah. We'll have a follow up text. Jimmy, Jimmy, you got it backwards. Yeah. People come here to have you tell them in very clear, simple way what's going on. So they don't have yeah. to do the that research doesn't work. themselves. No, okay. No. That doesn't. That's not. That's not how leaders are born. Leaders go do the research, and well, that's what he does. Don't put me to sleep with this goddamn garbage about leaders <laughs> and millennials. People and research stuff they're America. interested in, brother. You're Listen, crazy. People right. will animal. Can again. I? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Who is it? Uh, it's Who Casey. Wants to talk? Um, go ahead, Casey. I just wanted to. Casey. Hey, you know, I just wanted to. Uh, ask you just very simply, you know, what what's the difference between your referral platform as opposed to a job hook or, you know, one of the many others out there? Is it that you give a bigger bonus? What what incentivizes the candidate to dump their friends on your platform? Fifty bucks. Well the the I mean the, the incentive is actually someone who's close to someone they care about or someone who wants to, you know, quickly connect some small money that they can transfer maybe to a Venmo account or play around money. There's a big social community going around in the transaction business, like what Snapchat just did. I mean, that was a surprise. And so it's really more about the fundamental values of relationships and helping people make a difference in each other's lives. It's not about, you know, the okay, I, I get that. Let me finish this. The, the whole concept behind this quanta movement that's happening is, all it takes is for everybody to participate, whether you're a recruiter or not, just a little bit. Right now, yeah. So let me stop right there. <laughs> well, let me let me. Because nobody let wants me, to participate. No, let, Casey, let Casey have the last word, okay? Casey, go ahead. They the, will. The thing, Casey. the thing is, if I can get fifty dollars or a hundred dollars, or if I can get ten grand and like a crate of bacon and like two jugs of bourbon for referring somebody, I'm going to go the bacon, bourbon, and money route as opposed to the 50 bucks that I can use to buy a, a gift card with. And I think that's anybody. They want to help out their friend, but if they can help out their friend and get a stack of money, all the better. I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like that's how most of the people who refer think, people in my org I are. Think the, the fundamental shift here is the difference between community and business. And Spring Roll is a community tool. We're not we're not only really focused on building a business. We're more focused on building a community. And that's the shift. That is the general shift of the younger generations. The people that Man, I am your, I am the thing, younger generation. <laughs> no, the people that the people the pe the people no that don't Katie. believe in this type of movement happening for the future are not going to survive in this business. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, what? you've you've made that really clear that you feel that way. So, uh, Godspeed, you, sir. I think I, I think I'm gonna make it. I just have this feeling. <laughs> I'm gonna make it, make it sometime, maybe this time. I'll yeah. Win. Hey, why don't, hey. why don't why don't we try why don't we try doing something different and do a Google Hangout next time? Uh, maybe you know what you should go on. Uh, they do on the SourceCon SourceCon live show. They do a Google Hangout. But right now we're going to go to Jerry's show. Okay. I can't. I don't stay on. And Jimmy, you can't. You can't stay on either. But you're free to nope. listen. Jimmy, nope, James, thank you for your time. James Schmielinski. Schmielinski. Okay. Tech Stardust.
Thanks, Texas everybody. Artists. Appreciate it. That's easy. Texas Thanks, artists Jimmy. on Twitter. Okay. I enjoyed sure. having you. I hope you call in again sometime. Uh, and uh, here we go. All right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Bye-bye. I'm not much of a singer. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. You know, I don't even know where to get started here. Uh, I'll tell you where, Jerry, I'm telling you. That was rough. I hope he doesn't lose his job. I hope he doesn't lose his job because of this show. I thought you were hanging up. I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm hanging up, okay? I'm gone. Goodbye. (laughs) Wow. My guess is he doesn't actually have a job with that company. Or did – is he hired? Is he, like, on a salary? Or is he just like a – like a – like a – A founder. A spokesperson, a celebrity endorsement? I'm letting, there's some connection. I don't know. I have to do my due diligence. You have to do your research. <laughs> yeah, you got do, research. No, that's what you're here for. <laughs> Seems like a nice guy. Uh, he'd be fun sure. to have a couple beers with. He has no idea what the recruiting industry is even about. Which sounds strange to me, given the pedigree he stated. I don't know. His pedigree was fake. Grew up in a family recruiting business. Well, yeah, but he's been recruiting uh, since sixteen. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't. I don't buy it. I think it's a line of crap. Yeah. Like at night. I don't. Well, I don't and think maybe that's where he got this whole. Man, this is only worth fifty bucks. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe he plays Stadmans. I don't. I mean, I don't know. That that would be closer to believable, but he was saying he was recruiting IT, IT professionals yeah. back, yeah. you know, back mm-hmm. when he was fifteen, sixteen years of age. Which would have been the boom, since he's thirty-two. So I mean, I mean, technically he could have, you know, could have just set over a bunch of people with job on the resume. Do you think if he was creating system, relationships as he was saying he was? If I had a system in place, and cause, see, he's missing uh, the whole slower part of the equation. Companies are not prepared to hire somebody today, if you find somebody today and wrap it up today. They're not in a rush. Now, they might think they are. They might be pressing positions that need to be filled, but they're not changing their internal process. He thinks he's got some rapid delivery machine gun placement machine for 50 bucks. Sounds great until you actually try to get some traction with it. It's not or pay the light bill. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But so we pretty much bashed the uh, tool. <sighs> yeah. I don't I even get know. We didn't really I felt get bad to at talk the about the tool, did we? Yeah, we didn't really talk about the tool, so I, I, I don't know if we can completely seal his fate in saying that it sucked. Wasn't he supposed to be here to tell us about it? Yes. But he had some well, he, bigger he, ideas. He spent a lot that. of time telling me how how we were doomed. And everything was ruined because of this thing. But maybe I just didn't understand. Else. Yeah, I mean, I'm maybe I'm still. I thought he was there to explain a tool to us that's going to put us all out of business, because companies are in a hurry. They're sick of uh, recruiters doing it for the wrong reasons, 
and everybody agrees helping somebody get a job is worth 50 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I wouldn't get somebody a job as a barista for 50 bucks. Mm. I, I think in spite of it, I, I really, if we take all of that away, I think he was a great, uh, a great uh, sport. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like yeah. the fact that he brought all of that and he, he hung out with it. it. He's articulate. Yeah. He stuck to his guns. I mean, oh yeah. If you would be articulate about actual things, though, I think that would that would help him out a ton. Well, you know, true. in his professional career. I mean, mm-hmm. I can be articulate and talk about you know fake like nebulous concepts and big cool words, but yeah, you know. Oh, I'm just saying. I don't know. I think I think that's where he loses traction when you when you when you start to make sense out of things that don't make sense. It's obvious. I think there's a lot of recruiters out there that live in the world of never really saying anything specific. And they don't end up actually having anybody show up to work and make a placement and send an invoice. Right. Maybe that's – I mean, if he was kicking ass in recruiting, he wouldn't be screwing around thinking that what we do is only worth 50 bucks. Sometimes this job, it, you, it, you'll pull your hair out. It's sure. worth well more than 50 that, bucks. That's Especially the, thirty grand that's walks the kind of argument. People wouldn't be paying it if it wasn't worth it, and it wouldn't be going on and on and on. I mean, maybe maybe he's right. We're all dinosaurs, and it's all over. You know, the end is nigh. I just don't see it Good personally. Well, you know, I mean, history of, suggests otherwise. You know, there's monster, a lot of professions though, that boards, are like that. LinkedIn. I mean, all that stuff's come out since the days of the phone, and you know, guys with Rolexes, and somehow people are still here, still recruiting, still getting fees. Dude. I, I wish I had a Rolodex of about a thousand people that have hired from me. You know, I mean that's worth more than any of this stuff. And again, okay. it, it it all gets over towards the identify candidate stuff. You know, that's that's not our hard part of the job. Our what our hard thing is customers. Even though Casey went belly up and had to perm out down there in New Orleans. I mean, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Any port in the storm. How is it down there? It's uh, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of rain, which has been nice. Yeah, uh, it's warm. Uh, I didn't know I'm gonna slip and fall on an icy pond. Um, <laughs> you know, I just it's it's been nice. Uh, we're I'm on track for like 55 hires. Uh, so you know, I think about things like that, and I'm like, uh, and that sort of turns my stomach. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you, anyway, so that's about seven hundred and seventy-five dollars worth. Uh, yeah. No, seven yeah. thousand. Yeah. Seven thousand. I could eat. Uh, that's for a, a lot you know, of money. A month. Yeah, no. That's a that's lot crazy. of money. I think. I think yep. his uh, business model, or at least the the concepts that he laid out, would work really well in Cuba. Hmm. A burgeoning <laughs> economy. Fifty bucks goes a long way. See, yeah. here's what. Here's again what the problem is with all of those things is. Setting out to make this tool that's going to solve these problems by relying on this lazy ass community. Well, here's the to thing. They get out there and recruit all of their buddies. Not everybody's a recruiter. One in 500 people would even give a shit about yeah. making 50 bucks. They're not going to sit there and pound the pavement, scratching their brain to think, man, who. Who was that DBA that I met at that guy's party? <laughs> Sequel, DBA, guy. No, I don't think that that's what God, I'm that suggesting. was really drunk. 
I think it's about the the crowdsourcing element. But the but the thing is, you know, he referenced Steve Levy. I'll I'll do the same. It's tools don't recruit; people do. You know, and and that's what we're getting paid for. The 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 network, the knowledge, understanding the industry, dealing mm-hmm. with people, the issues, all that crap. And that's worth a lot more than fifty bucks. Yeah, but we don't have to focus on the fifty bucks element. It's just that tool is not going to take. Uh, the years of experience that you have, Jerry, and, you know, uh, suddenly obviate it. I'd like to use a tool like that. Yeah, well, I've if there was a, a, if there was a so button many. that just made placements for you, everyone oh, would I love it. that. I'd be I would on that thing all day. Button. Like the Jetsons? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's give this uh, uh, show a score then. The first first score of the year. Good guy, but, you know, I mean, as far as what did we learn from this whole show? I'm going to give it a 71. Oh, wow. That said, like, both sides, are we doing that now? Uh, yeah, 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 the whole that thing. That was high, with, man. Well, with, uh, well, with yeah, it might be. With Twitter, I only have room for so much uh, info. Mm, mm-hmm. Have you tried uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 59%. 59%. With more, with more. I mean, if there would have just been an argument other than, hey, everybody wants to do good and people should volunteer their internal networks for 50 bucks. You know, if there had been an argument other than that, you know, I could see that have gone. I mean, how long different. until you've cashed out your piddly little network? Because it's only only us recruiters have the five and 800 or 10,000 connections on LinkedIn and followers, all that stuff. Everybody else only has a couple dozen people. I mean, yeah. let's face it. And and once you've referred them for the same job three times trying to get 50 bucks, they're going to say, hey, dude, would you stop that? I'm, I'm not looking yeah. for a new job, man. I told you that. Well, I yeah. get 50 bucks. I mean, that's <laughs> that's about how long that lasts, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Alejandro, did you have a score, or did you already give that? You sound a lot like Katie. I didn't. Uh, oh, okay. You guys could be brothers. Uh, yeah. Wow. Brothers from another mother. His yeah. mother and my mother were both mothers. That's our relation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with 55. Oh, my goodness. So you're thinking that my score was a bit high, then? I, yeah. yeah. I, well, I think that he, like, you know, the point's already been made. It's uh, indefensible statements that were being made. And, you know, it, it's it's great to have the idea that, hey, I've got a tool and we're going to use it. But to run out and say that now we're going to put everybody out of business with this, that's a bit bold in my opinion. Mm, quite. A majority of indefendable statements in, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say almost an exclusive amount of indefensible statements. Man, I am busy kicking this year off. Jeez. It's crazy. Yeah. It has been. Everybody's getting new jobs, too. Developers, C++ developers. Anybody have a Bond developer that wants to work in uh, Minneapolis or Detroit? Wow. Sorry to bring Those up locales Bond. are great. Starting to, starting to make New Orleans sound good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that on the phone there? The lady? Yeah. I don't know. No, no. It, it's it, like it might have been Maureen. Maureen, but. yeah. I think it was Maureen whispering again. Mm. Yeah. All right, have I got everybody's score? Cause I, I need to get back to uh, recruiting for the government defense agency. Who shall remain? Enjoy your audit. I got a. I got a. <laughs> I got a score. I, I just for the entertainment value, and I think this is 
kind of like a, a nice, it was a good guest because it kind of tells you exactly, kind of like a recap of all the mm-hmm. crap that you shouldn't be listening to. Um, <laughs> but for the entertainment value alone, I'll say uh, 55. Mm-hmm. This poor kid might lose his job over this. You guys prepared for that? Then I'll bump him up to a 71. <laughs> <laughs> if, he loses, if he loses his job over a rating on the animal, <laughs> I don't think so, but. But I'm what, sorry, I but mean, I've got some to of the say, things that he said. If he was my chief revenue officer, yeah, and people were listening to that, and his name—he was associated with the name of my product, Spring Roll. Oof. And <laughs> after the fact, I'm left wondering, what? <laughs> I, I doubt I'd keep him on board. Chief Revenue Officer. That guy should know the product in and out, what what problems it solves, all kinds of stuff. Well, that's that only more like the Chief Hallucinogen Officer. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll be out of business within the year. Was prepared and aware of you know what the show was going to be like, that he was going to get challenged like this? He, yeah, dude, we were going at it all week. Yeah, well, man, he's I, been I telling us we're out of that. business, all kinds of stuff on Facebook. All right, cool. Great. I think he, he reminded me of the guy that said that uh, uh, Animal has the recording of the guy saying that LinkedIn is like a thing of the past, and it, uh, I was thinking the exact same thing with uh, what he was saying. I remember. Who was that guy? I think I don't remember. Some hot shot dude. Oh, yeah, we're just going to thank people in their fifties the that have a good for LinkedIn. Uh, there okay, you go. The first issue, I divided your article up into issues, okay? Okay. The first issue is numbers. What's going on? What was that? What do we got? I don't know. I got to get out of here before this whole thing blows up. I've, I've got I've got thirty different positions. Customers think that I'm working on right now. <laughs> All right, guys, enjoy enjoy the week, man. We'll see you next week. All right. Good luck this year, guys. Later. Later. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm not much of a singer. My baby takes the morning train. He works from nine to five, and then he takes another home again to find me. Pretty damn good, that! Oh!